0: Is my only of righteousness heaven's heaven's throne. throne. Hey everybody, this is Aaron Hood and Victoria with the voice of my beloved podcast from Love and Purity Ministries. We are excited to be here with you today. We are uh, just discussing, uh, finishing up the series today of the fear of the Lord, and uh, we're going to be talking about the benefits of the Lord, but we want to recap, you know, it's been a couple weeks. If you're anything like me, um, you forget what you did yesterday, so we, it's going to make more sense, and we'll put it all together, hopefully, today, and um, hopefully, um, there's going to be a uh, an understanding, you know, a, a clear understanding of what the fear of the Lord is and how it can change our lives, so.
1: Yeah, <clears throat> yeah so we started out with who do you fear, and um, yeah, there's so many things in the world that want to come at us uh, and make us afraid, um, but the good godly fear is what we want to have not people not government not yeah not health
0: finances you know how it causes and all these things they they are a motivator you Mm -hmm. know however and they can be negative motivators or or positive motivators normally the the fears that aren't of god they they motivate us to where we get stressed out and then you know Mm -hmm. so many divorces and and family relations are just because it's you know stress from the fear of you know being kicked out on the street or not having but god you know he gives us promises in his word he says you know i'm going to be your provider you know i'm going to be your sustainer you know don't worry about what you're going to eat tomorrow and yet you know we we feel like we can do it by ourselves and so we we strive for those things which you know don't satisfy mm-hmm. um but the fear of the lord our strong confidence that's one of the verses that we just really resonates with me the strong confidence for those who. Uh, I oh, fear the Lord. So we're talking about who do you fear? And then we went mm-hmm. on to?
1: Tremble. Tremble before the Lord. So we've got this fear of God, and then, like, the awe. Yeah. Tremble, like.
0: The awesome, terrible fear of the Lord. Yeah. You know, when you're terrible, you know, you automatically think, like, a, a negative. Right? <laughs> a negative. But the, that word actually just means, in, in this instance, like, a, a awe of God. Like, he is the one that strips the the forest bear with his voice you know and parts the waters and he created you know the leviathan you know this great sea creature and and you know it's he's got such power and yet we we don't fear him you know we walk about like he doesn't exist because you know we don't actually see maybe his physical presence but there's so many evidences of his power around saying, us
1: like this is the walk outside in the middle of a storm Yes, or like a lightning storm right. or something. It's like a meteor wow. shower, yeah. And yeah. you are just
0: like seeing these things. Like,
1: man, this is amazing.
0: You know, we talked about last a week. I think we talked about you know just like the all of the Grand Canyon or the Niagara Falls and just mm-hmm. the roar of the water that just makes your body shake. You know, you're hearing the sound.
1: I was just thinking, Uziel, our oldest, when he was about two, I think. Just just talking. I mean, maybe three. We um, went out. There was a lightning show or storm I don't know what you call it like it wasn't raining or anything but it was lightning just yeah, like filling stone, the yeah. uh the sky and and he started Aaron had the had a video going and that was videoing the lightning he wasn't even like realizing what Uziel was saying at the same time that he's video and so we've got this on there and Uziel's looking at it and he's going God the God of Jacob he's a God of righteousness <laughs> <laughs> and somehow like the, the I, I, thats the what correlation I feel like. yeah he, he was like
0: wow such god awe. is a god of righteousness yeah, i think it was like right <laughs> around, right around the fourth of july too so we we're talking about how it was god's fireworks you know and, right, and how there's yeah. so much you know more powerful and you know being an electric electrician and just understanding the power that's in electricity and you know it's what we use to run so much today it's generated you know by we create it but god's like the the power that's in one lightning bolt, you know, is just, we can't create that even in, you know, all of mankind's, you know, technologies cannot create that amount of power at one time in one place. And it's in an instant that God just shoots it forth out of the sky. So yeah, that, that awesome, um, expectation, you know, that fearful expectation of being in the hands of a living God, you know, we talked about that a little bit too, how he's not, um, He's not angry with us forever. You know, in our sin, he he becomes angry when we are rebellious, but his hand is always for us in our repentance. You know, when our pridefulness, when we're haughty, he grows angry with us. But when we humble ourselves and we fear him, we find grace in the eyes of the Lord. Yeah. So that's what we uh, have been talking about up to now. And now we get to talk about what, you, what is one of my favorite uh, parts of all of this, and that's the benefits of the fear of the Lord. Because we don't understand and we don't really see the benefits of fearing God, you know, right offhand. It's kind of a, um, a um, what's? it's not really a ignored subject, really. It's just something that people ha- don't really understand. And I would say, you know, up to this point in my life, I never really even understood it either. Uh, but that's the power of God's revelation. So uh, we're just going to go through here. I am telling you there's got to be at least 30-something, uh, 25 verses at least that uh, talk about the benefits of the fear of the Lord. Um, first one I've got here, and, you know, this is not a all-inclusive list even. Yeah. Um, uh, Boaz uh, Sunquist was here, and he was he was <laughs> talking to me, and he's like, Aaron, I found some more verses that you didn't have in your notes that are just great verses. And so I'm uh, probably going to have to do a little bit more research and some adding and uh, editing to this. But, uh, you know, and I told him, and I've, I've told people it's a really amazing um Study. If you can get into it, just look up, you know, fear of the Lord, tremble, um, and awe, like those kind of words. And uh, wow, I mean, it's just so many great verses. So we got Proverbs 14, 26, and this is all in New King James Version. It says, in the fear of the Lord, there is strong confidence and his children will have a place of refuge. Mm -hmm. So like there's that first verse, right? That first benefit. So I talk about there's strong confidence, that boldness that I believe That we have, and when we receive the Holy Spirit, but that that element is the fear of the Lord. There is a strong confidence in our God. Like when we can fear Him and we're in awe of Him, that puts in our heart this strong confidence that we can, you know, brag on our God. You know, we can talk about like, you know, my God is mighty. My God is powerful. My, you know, He's a God that lives. He's a enduring, faithful God. He's kind and good. You know, it's not all. um, He's even gentle. You know, and that's that's a real real sweet thing to uh, to really glean from the Lord. You know, he's a gentle, he's gentle with us and he's long-suffering with us. But strong confidence in his children will have a place of refuge. Mm-hmm. And the next one is Proverbs 24, 4.
1: It says, by humility and the fear of the Lord are riches and honor in life.
0: Yeah, wow. man, and uh, life. There's life in this. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a... Um, um, a begrudging thing um, to fear the Lord because, you know, I've been doing a little bit of uh, jail ministry with Braden here in our local uh, county, the county jail. And um, I've just been talking to these guys and, you know, people who live without the fear of God. Mm. Um, you know, they, they heard of his love. You know, everybody in Missouri is a Christian. Uh, <laughs> it seems like, you know, and uh, we're just trying to combat that um, false Christianity, that uh, false assumption or false, false confidence. Mm. You know, the fear of the Lord, their strong confidence but, you know, just to, um, make a confession is just the beginning of, a walking out your salvation daily. Mm-hmm. And you can have an emotional encounter, you know, with God, but that doesn't make you saved. and you can be a good person. And, uh, that doesn't even make you saved. You know, you've got to be the proper motivation. You're doing it because, you know, God loves us. And so we love others. You know, you can get stuck in this humanistic kind of, uh, outreach to where you're just doing the right thing because you know be good for goodness sake you know as the old Christmas song goes um, and that's it's not that's not going to get you into um, a right relationship with God mm-hmm. and uh, so he's got to be out of the fear of the Lord where there's that strong confidence and in that there's life because Amen. these guys who don't have a fear of the Lord they're stuck in jail because they turned away from the fear of God and they did what they saw is right in their own eyes mm-hmm. and they've they've sinned, you know, and it's gotten to the point where they're even in jail, you know, broken the laws of this country and, or they're not even able to live in society, some of them, Mm. um, because they're so, um, have so turned away from that fear of the Lord. There's no fear of the Lord in their eyes, you know, and so it's a total, that's what makes us, um, it's not the only thing, but it's part of what makes us a a separate, apart people is that we don't, just do what's right in our own eyes. We are looking mm-hmm. to the father and we fear him. And that's what carries over into the hidden things of our heart to where we do the right things, even when people aren't looking mm-hmm. and it's just us and God. And we still do the same thing because God sees mm-hmm. us all the time. Integrity.
1: Yeah, that's good. Uh, this is really cool. Psalm 25, 14 says the secret of the Lord is with those who fear him and he will show them his covenant.
0: Mm-hmm. Wow. The secret,
1: like God's secrets are with those who fear him. Yeah,
0: that's amazing. You know, the word, there's a hidden treasures in the word. You know, it talks about that in a few places in scripture. And, and like to think that that's what the father is, that's what he wants. He wants to reveal his secrets to us. He doesn't want us to just be like, oh, that's too high for me. You know, there's that verse that says, there, there are things that are too high for us, but his secrets he gives to those who fear him. Mm. Because those who fear him he can trust them with his secrets. Mm. You know, it's like a person, you know, that is, you know, in a, in a relationship on earth, you know, if you trust someone, then you can, you know, you can tell about your deepest, darkest secrets or Mm. deepest, you know, most intimate secrets. Yeah. Yeah, Amazing secrets. In this case, you know, we're talking about treasures Mm -hmm. of those who are in a right standing with him. So that's the secret of the Lord is with those who fear him and he will show them his covenant. Mm. So like, what does it mean to show him his covenant? You know, it's a, that's uh, something there that maybe I'm not in full understanding of here at the moment, um, but I'm sure it's awesome. So y'all yeah, do some study on that and uh, send Braden an email with your thoughts.
1: <laughs> well, I was just thinking that the people that God made a covenant with were those that feared Him. Yeah, you know the the nation of Israel. Yeah. Um, Think about the Levites, sh- right? right? When
0: when Moses came down and he said, you know, all those who are with the Lord or, or choose the Lord. He might have even said all those who fear the Lord. I have to look back at that verse mm-hmm. when Moses said, all those who fear on the Lord Lord's come side. or are on the Lord's side, come to me. Mm-hmm. And the Levites came over and there you know, was a great slaughter of the people. And there was a great um, outcry because of the sin that had come into God's people. And there was no fear of the Lord. Um, mm-hmm. But those who came on the Lord's side, he gave him his covenant. And mm-hmm. because of that, the Levites were given the covenant of being those who ministered to the Lord in the temple forever, an everlasting covenant. In Psalm 33, 18, it says, behold, the eye of the Lord is on those who fear him, on those who hope in his mercy. So the eye of the Lord, you know, his eye is always on those, um, on the earth, on his people. He says, you know, the apple of my eye is what he calls his people Israel. But this is a promise saying that if you fear the Lord, his eye is always on you. Mm. From You know, like, And you just take those verses It says from the very beginning of the year to the end of the year, you know, in your darkest seasons and your most trying uh, trials on earth, you know, Mm -hmm. trying things in that life that come against us. And and it adds on those who hope in his mercy. Mm -hmm. So we fear the Lord and we fear him because we hope in his mercy. We fear, you know, I was talking to the guys at the jail yesterday about the power of hope. And then it's not, you know, if you have hope in your heart, then it can you can be even in jail behind bars and have peace and have joy with God. Mm-hmm. And you can live a life, a productive life, even in jail. If you're still, you know, we have to receive or we receive the punishment for our sins still even, you know, when we come to faith, if we've made mistakes, you know, we're still going to struggle with those the rest of our life. I I believe that God's going to forgive us and that he's going to bring deliverance from death, we don't have to die for those sins, which is the punishment for sin, right? For the wages of sin is death. But if we confess and repent, then he takes away that punishment of death, but we still struggle with it in this life. We We still have consequences consequences to sin, right? That's a a real element, and we all feel it in different areas of our life. But it says here that those who hope in his mercy, if we have hope in his mercy, then we know that we'll be delivered from death. Mm -hmm. And that's uh, coupled together with uh, those who fear the Lord. It says, I of the Lord is on those. So, And then we've got Psalm 34, 7 here.
1: All right. It says, the angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fears, fear him and delivers them.
0: Amen. What a promise. That's where I want to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want the angel, angel of the Lord.
1: Yeah. I, every night, you know, I'm, you know, praying for my boys and just thanking them, uh, thanking God for protecting them every day. And uh, we have four little boys and it's just like almost every day I can think of some circumstance <laughs> that like God protected them. You're right. Yeah. And uh, so that's what I think about with that is like, so those who fear him, his angels are around, around us.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking about, you know, lot, you know, the mm-hmm. deliverance from lot, you know, out of, it says that, you know, he tormented his righteous soul by being in Sodom and, and, uh, that God, his angels actually carried him out. I'm thinking about uh, Daniel. Mm -hmm. You know, he feared the Lord Mm -hmm. and was delivered by the angels, came and shut the lion's mouth. Wow. That is so awesome. The angel of the Lord (laughs) will encamp around those who fear him. and But God's fear is an all-inclusive fear. Like it's a fear that drives out all other fears. Mm -hmm. We're not afraid of the government. We're not afraid of death. We're not afraid of, you know, sickness. We're not afraid of anything. No, because the fear of the Lord will overcome every bit of every of all the other fears, because we have this promise. This is a promise from God. If you will fear the Lord, then He His angel will encamp around you, wow. and and deliver them. Like, is a, a that's a that's a promise there. You can take it to the bank, like we say up here,
1: standing on the promises,
0: standing on the promises of God.
1: Okay, so then um, Psalm. 34, same chapter, verse 9 says, Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him.
0: Yeah. Man, hallelujah. No want, you know. And and that comes back to Yeshua, you know, talking about, hey, you know, don't worry about, you know, the anxiety. You know, the anxiety that comes from, you know, all the things that we think we need. You know, I am really hesitant to give any kind of idea that God's going to supply us with a Ferrari or a new truck or, or, (laughs) or house. And he does that thing for those things for people. Um, But when he says there's no want, Mm -hmm. I believe he's truly talking about, you know, a roof over our head, clothes on our back and and a mouthful mouth to eat, you know, food to eat. And that's, you know, our, our real needs. That's our real needs. And he says, there's no want to Peace those who hearts. fear him, right? Peace in our heart. No, want to those who fear him. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is talking about how he will sustain us. God is sustaining. He uh, is one that satisfies us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's an amazing element. So counterculture is to believe and to, to live with a satisfied heart. Mm-hmm. You know, I, th- I think about, um, you know, Esau, you know, somebody thinks, you know, about Esau or, Maybe it was Jacob, but in their interaction where they were trying to, you know, he's telling him, "Oh, take this," and and Esau's like, "You know, take this. You know, I, you know, I've got enough." And and Jacob says, "No, you take it. I have enough. Mm. I have enough." You know, how many and of us meet are, back
1: are, together? Yeah,
0: after the, he's been in, you know, in uh, with his father, father in law. Oh. Yeah, so he's a uh, or his uncle even. Yeah, his uncle, right?
1: Well, it was his uncle and his. His oh, uncle and Al. his father-in-law, yeah, <laughs>
0: his uncle. I think the Bible, Laban. Bible, refer- yeah, Laban. Yeah, and he comes back, and um, he says, "You keep it; I have enough." So, just being satisfied. Right here, it says, "There is no want to those who fear him." In Psalm eighty-five nine, it says, "Surely his salvation is near to those who fear him; that glory may dwell in our land."
1: Yeah.
0: Like this is a direct, um, I believe, a direct promise to those you know in in Israel, especially. Because you know the glory of the Lord has dwelt in that land before. Mm. He said, it's "His salvation is near to those who fear Him." So, like we could we could honestly say that those who fear God are on the way to salvation. Mm. Like they're close, near. yeah, near to salvation, and that and it's so that His glory may dwell in our land. Like when we can fear the Lord and we take His word. And we begin to apply it to our lives and, and live it. Um, you know, and I think even in the fear of the Lord, just in and just in that, and then we grow in the love of the Lord. And um, but it says that his salvation is near to those. So a necessary element of salvation is the fear of the Lord. Amen. Like we cannot really come to him in salvation until we learn to fear him and to and to honor his word. Amen. We have uh, Psalm one hundred three eleven. Here it says, "For as the heavens are high above the earth, so great is His mercy to those who fear Him." Wow, man! I mean, talk about a good verse. <laughs> I just love, I love the uh, His mercy. You know, we I, His mercy is new every morning. You know, but here it says, "It's it's only it's near to those who fear Him." And I think about. Um, those who in, in the Bible that, you know, were, you know, men of stories that we read, and you know, they they fear the Lord. They didn't walk, you know, without, you know, slips, you know, or without falling. But man, they, when their, their element, Abraham, the element of Abraham was that he feared God. Amen. That, that is the element that brought Abraham through sacrificing of his son Isaac. That brought him through leaving his family and going to a foreign land and through his mistakes with Hagar and going down into Egypt, all of that, the underlying element was that he feared God. He feared God. Yeah.
1: And God, like, brought him, there was never a point where God was like, oh, you messed up too much here. Right. You're you're done. You're done, right? (laughs) You've reached your limit of mess-ups. Yeah. Uh, But he continued. and I think about David like that, too. You know, he made some pretty huge mistakes in his life, but he continually sought God yeah. and repented. Right. a
0: true repentance. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. things that he fell in, he never fell in again.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's the true repentance, right? He never, like he wasn't dabbling in it. You know, he didn't take somebody's wife twice or he didn't, you know, <laughs> like he didn't do those things again. Mm-hmm. And that's where, and you really know the heartfelt, you know, repentance, repentance. for what you've done. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Here we have um, Psalm 103, 13, same chapter again, uh, as a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him.
0: Yeah, like we need, you know, the father's, you know, a long long suffering, mm-hmm. you know, his long suffering with us, that he pities those who fear him, you know, he's, I, I pray quite often, you know, Lord, you know our frame, mm-hmm. you know, you know that we are dust and ashes and, you know. Pray that you'd be long-suffering with us and show us mercy and grace, because we need it. We need its grace to to get through every day trying to be perfect. Yeah, <laughs> you know.
1: Yeah, we need that mercy. Yeah, I was just thinking about our children and how much you know they make mistakes, whatever. Um, but when you know that they're trying, yeah, they are really, really trying to do something, and then they knock over the glass and shatters all over the ground or whatever it's like you have mercy because yeah, you right. know they were trying <laughs> right <know>? yeah
0: <laughs> trying to be helpful you know yeah. we have with our own children you know what you have they, they just want to be so helpful our, <sighs> my boys are always under my feet you know trying to be helpful and it, it, it takes longer you know and and it's a a process and but understanding that they want to do they want to be They're helpful trying. and yeah. you know i Cover up so much.
1: Yeah, I was just thinking about like uh, us trying to be helpful to God. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I think I think that He loves that. That He wants us. He wants to fellowship with us, and right. We just see a really small little um, taste of that with our own children because we love them and we you know want to be with them. But sometimes it's like, honey, I just had too much help today.
0: I've, I've I've asked Victoria a couple times. Hey, you need any help? (laughs) <laughs> I've, got, I've got all the boys over here. Are you sure you don't need some help? I was just thinking about you know a prophecy, you know, like or the fact that God uses people to accomplish His will. He that's the way that yeah. He wants it. You know, we mess up and we struggle. He could do it Himself, easy. You know, like a snap of a finger, a blink of an eye. But He He uses us because He wants us to be involved. He wants us to have that relationship because He wants us to. Be a part of what he's doing because it's a beautiful thing and so that's really awesome that's, that's a really great definitely something there. we can grow in yes
1: being more like god
0: and psalm 103 17 man the psalm 103 we could probably read the whole chapter uh this is the third reference there in verse 17 it says but the mercy of the lord is from everlasting to everlasting on those who fear him and his righteousness to children's children so again just talking about the mercy of the lord is on those who fear him and from everlasting everlasting it's an enduring promise so if you're going through something right now and you need the mercy of the lord if you're struggling with some kind of anxiety you know and just surrender to the fear of the lord you know take it to the lord in prayer and let him uh, give you that extend mercy to you and you know turn away turn away and and his righteousness is to children's children our lord's righteousness is to children's children that's something that we can actually pass down mm-hmm. you know and uh, psalm one eleven five 5 is he has given food to those who fear him he will ever be mindful of his covenant so another verse talking about our daily bread you know, give us Biden. our daily bread yeah he's a provider uh to those who fear him you know and, and this is something i encourage you to pray for you know the persecuted believers and you know the, in the Middle East and in, in Asia and China and North Korea and uh, in African countries, you know, they're being sorely persecuted, mostly by Islam. And just remind the Lord that of his promises. You know, I've heard stories of, you know, girls having to go out to work, you know, because um, their father's in jail mm-hmm. and, and being abused because, you know, they're having to put bread food on the table. And these are promises from God that says that they will not want for food. If they fear the Lord, so pray that the Lord would remember these promises and that He would look down on these people and He would grant them their food, their clothing, and a roof over their head. And grant them shelter, and for these these men, you know, who have done the right thing and are in jail and can't provide for their families, like you know, like would be the you know would be the ideal, which would be. A good thing too, you know. It's, it's that would be that's a hard thing, you know. For me, if I was to be in jail and know that my children were going hungry, that would be a really hard thing between me and the Lord <laughs> to to have to trust Him. But there's there even in that, you know, they're doing it. They're an example for us. So let's continue to lift up and pray for them. In uh, Psalm one forty five nineteen, it says, "He will fulfill the desire of those who fear Him. He also will hear their cry and save them." Yeah, I mean, I mean uh, what I'm seeing here is so many times it's talking to those who are crying out, you know, to those his uh, salvation that need salvation. He says he'll fulfill the desire of those who fear him. And that's Psalm 145:19. We got Psalm 147:11.
1: The Lord takes pleasure in those who fear him, in those who hope in his mercy.
0: Oh, Amen. That's really good, isn't it? Yes. I, uh, I love, and and I, and I. And I I've talked to people about the difference between just being a, you know, a average Christian or, or striving to be somebody that pleases our God. Mm. Like there's a big difference. Yeah. Are you trying to please God? Like, are you tr- like, are you, do you want to be one of his exceptional sons? Mm. Are you trying to be one of his exceptional daughters? You know, there's, there, there are those that will be sons and those will be daughters, but there, there could be some, or do you want to be an exceptional daughter? exceptional, exceptional son, uh, strive for that, you know, Amen. to be, to bring pleasure. I mean, I don't know what greater joy we could have on earth, you know, than to know that we brought a smile to God's face. Amen. You know, that is Amen. just, I mean, that is one of the reasons for living. That is one of the biggest reasons for living is because God, he'll smile at us. You know, he, when, when we can Bringing pleasure to God Almighty in our frail attempts to to do that—that's that's that's powerful. And uh, you know, I was just thinking about Job, and and God was bragging on Job. He says, "Have you (laughs) considered my servant Job?" And him, there's no deceit. You know, are you somebody that God can brag about? You know, take that. You know, take that and think about it a little bit. God likes to brag on his children, just like a regular. You know, just like us parents. You know, that's Uh that's my boy. That's my boy. Yeah. (laughs) Strumming, strumming that ukulele. Man, he hit that ball out of the park. You know, we just love to brag on our children, you know. And that's the father, too. He wants to, to brag on his children. Yeah. So right. where are we at here? Psalm, yeah. Psalm 3119.
1: 3119. Oh, how great is your goodness, which you have laid up for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow. Oh, i got to read that one again. That was a good. That was a long one. How great is your goodness, which you have laid out for those who fear you, which you have prepared for those who trust in you in the presence of the sons of men, in the presence of the sons of men. And, you know, I was talking to the guys at the jail, you know, we behave differently, you know, around people, you know, we're afraid. I I would say one of the biggest fears that we have is fear of man, you know, and it kills the fear of God. It kills the fear of God. But if we press into the fear of God, then we will grow bold in the presence of the sons of men. We can trust him. Amen. We can trust him, the sons of men. You don't have to have the right words. You just have to have a willing heart. A willing heart, and God will give you the words. That's one of his promises. We're going to run through these here. We're uh, getting short on time, but Proverbs 14, 27 says, The fear of the Lord is a fountain of life, to turn one away from the snares of death. Hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) A fountain of life. Uh, Psalm 60, verse 4. You have given a banner to those who fear you that it may be displayed because of the truth.
1: Mm. Wow.
0: Yeah, get you a shirt that says, uh, I fear the Lord. And it'll it's a banner. It's, you have given a banner. You know, his banner over us is love to those who fear you. And in Proverbs 10, 27, the fear of the Lord prolongs days, but the years of the wicked will be shortened. I mean, even there's life in... Caring for your body, treating your body as if it's a a temple of the Holy Spirit. You do that because you fear the Lord. It's not easy to exercise. It's not easy to diet. It's not easy to do these things. But we understand that our body is a temple of the Holy Ghost. And that he gave us these bodies to care for. And he tells us how to care for our bodies. And so we, we do these things. And it prolongs our life. And we can be a good testimony. All the way up to a ripe, good old age. May it be upon you. Amen.
1: Amen. Acts 9.31 then the churches throughout all Judea, Galilee and Samaria had peace and were edified and walking in the fear of the Lord and in the comfort of the Holy Spirit they were multiplied.
0: Amen. Let let God multiply the church in the fear of the Lord. Amen. Sincerity. What do we got yeah. next?
1: Uh, and then we have famous one at I think it's Joshua it doesn't have the reference here but Joshua 24:25 or something like that. As
0: for me yeah. and my house yeah. we will, we will fear. serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. Serve the Lord. Fear the Lord, I think, is uh, maybe uh, serve the Lord. We will serve the Lord in fear. Okay, that's the next one.
1: That's all related. Yeah. Uh, Deuteronomy 6.13, you shall fear the Lord your God and serve him, and shall take oaths in his name.
0: Wow, yeah, fear the Lord. You know, when you're taking an oath, I was thinking yesterday about taking an oath in a court to tell the truth, the whole truth and nothing but the truth. So help me, God. Like, if you have the fear of the Lord, you will speak the truth no matter oh, what the outcome of it is. And that's what's so important. People have no fear of God. They're lying through their teeth and they're getting caught on the witness stand lying. I mean, mm-hmm. I do not want to be standing before the God saying, I took an oath in your name and told a lie. You know, don't, don't be mindful of that. Give oaths in his name. Here we are in, excuse me one second. I cough. <coughs> he shall walk after the Lord. Okay. Hold fast to him. You read that one, Deuteronomy 13, 4? Okay, that's the next one. Here we go. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall serve him and hold fast to him. Amen. Hold fast to him. In Joshua twenty four fourteen. Now therefore fear the Lord, serve him in sincerity and in truth, and put away the gods which your father served on the other side of the river and in Egypt. Serve the Lord. Amen. Serve the Lord with fear. First uh, Samuel 12, 14 says, If you fear the Lord and serve him and obey his voice and do not rebel against the commandment of the Lord, then both you and the king who reigns over you will continue following the Lord your God. It's a necessary element, a foundation for any kingdom, presidency, government to run is the fear of the Lord. Because without it, we, we lose all moral. We have no crumbling. moral standing. We'll crumble because the family will crumble. Uh, 1 Samuel 12, 24 says, Only fear the Lord and serve him in truth with all your heart, for consider what great things he has done for you. And, you know, I'm mean, just thinking about Passover every time. It says, he who took you out of Egypt, he who brought us out of Egypt, he who, with mighty signs and wonders and, uh, you know, terrible signs and wonders. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Luke 174 says, To grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve him with fear. Amen. This is the, this is the end all. You know, this is what, when we serve Him, He wants we should serve Him. It, it, he delivers us from the hand of our enemies, that we might serve Him with fear. That's what God is looking for in a Christian, someone that's going to turn away from the, the being a servant to the enemies of God and to serve God with fear. Like it says might serve God without fear. <laughs> Actually says without fear. Let me get this straight here: to grant us that we, being delivered from the hand of our enemies, might serve Him without fear. Right. So, in the fear of the Lord, there's deliverance from fear and everything else. Amen. And in Hebrews twelve twenty-eight, it says, "Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly
1: fear." Amen.
0: Luke one seventy-four. I've got that one on here twice. That must be really important. But yeah. You can serve him without fear, without fear of man, without fear of the future. There's a lot of fear of the future. This whole um, COVID pandemic is is causing so many people to operate out of fear. Mm -hmm. And he says, deliver us from the hand of our enemies that we might serve him, serve God today without fear of COVID, Mm -hmm. serve him. Mm -hmm. And Hebrews 12, 28, last one says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken. That's the second time I've got that one on here too. So doubly important, uh, just because I have it on my notes twice, but let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear. So that's it from us here. Hope that you uh, have a blessed Shabbat and uh, serve Him with godly fear. This is Aaron and Victoria, and the voice of the beloved podcast.